By accessing this podcast, the user and or audience acknowledges that while Serenade highly respects the speaker and or speakers and has high regard for their knowledge and integrity, Serenade makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information and or opinions featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. Welcome to Serenade Snacks, your favorite podcast where we discuss trending immigration topics, events, experiences, and other legal news. Join us every week for the latest in the immigration world to discuss the status with the brightest minds in the industry. Now, here are your hosts, Shake and Ray. Today, we welcome attorney Ruby L. Powers of the Powers Law Group, immigration law firm. Thank you so much for joining us today and welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Now, attorney Ruby L. Powers is board certified in immigration and nationality law by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization. The child of a Mexican immigrant, Powers gravitated toward international life by later marrying a Turkish immigrant. Having lived and studied in Belgium, Mexico, Turkey, Spain, and the United Arab Emirates, Powers speaks Spanish, French, and a hint of Turkish. With a passion for service and justice coupled with a cultural understanding and an interest in immigrants, Houston immigration attorney Ruby L. Powers dedicates her law practice to immigration law. Outside of the office, she loves spending time and traveling with her family. Yeah, and uh, thanks, Ray, for that. And, you know, during COVID, we haven't been able to travel much if you count one hour away to Galveston to beach houses. Uh, but we've been making up with board games and walks to the park and things like that. So, um, but thanks. Yeah, uh, that's, I guess, me in a, a little bit of a nutshell. <laughs> That's great. Um, speaking of COVID, um, as, as we're still dealing with it, the world as a nation, as an industry, uh, just curious, um, how do you manage work, employees and clients with, with all the social distancing going on right now? Well, you know, I, in March 2020, I had just been coming out of uh, running for office and I, I didn't make it. But um, I the next thing I realized was like, wait, something's going on. And to move my whole firm to remote, we, we pretty much did it in about one week because um, I had run my law firm from Dubai, which I know uh, we're going to talk about a little bit, but really I had to use that mentality where everything was remote. And um, it was, it was fascinating that that transition, finding out a lot of the the vendors, a lot of the programs I was paying for, we weren't using to the fullest. And, um, and so we quickly moved everyone virtual with a, a handful coming in for mail purposes. And over time, um, our team actually grew and we just maximized um, the programs that we were using, including Serenade, um, to be able to, to keep running things remotely. Um, and actually, after 13 months, I came into the office to start working from here just this week alone. Um, it's interesting because I posted about it and people are like, some people are really shocked. It's been 13 months and some, I don't know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, but we've, we've managed through it. And some of the things that we're doing virtually 
We're going to keep doing even when people will come back to the office. But right now we're on a rotation where um, some come in for one week, some the other, or some just a few days of the week. And so uh, I think because I ran my firm virtually, but a lot smaller firm uh, 10 years ago, I use that same mentality. And we haven't had clients really come into the office until just recently and doing consults over Zoom before I did it over Skype, but now I'm doing over Zoom. Um, it's just sort of second nature to me. Um, and I think it lends itself well with the fact that our clients, uh, that it's federal law. I think it actually just opens doors because we could represent clients um, anywhere in the world for U.S. immigration matters. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Wow, that's great. Yeah, and that, the reason we invited you today is to discuss your story as an attorney in law practice management. You have a fascinating story and an ins inspirational journey to becoming who you are today. And we'd like you to share your story with our audience, especially those upcoming attorneys who aspire to make it in the industry. Could you please take us back and tell us how you started? Um, like way, way back in the day. <laughs> um, I... <laughs> Well, I started my law firm in 2009. Um, you know, I'm friends with my former bosses, but I got laid off twice in 2009. It was a, a great recession. It was a tough economy. It's tough to be a newly minted attorney. Um, I had an entrepreneur spirit from like two lines of both sides of my family were entrepreneurs at some point in their in long generations. So I wanted to have my own firm from the beginning, but, you know, getting laid off sort of shut the door. <laughs> and made me open a new one for myself. Um, so uh, then I had my first uh, child and my husband just wanted to move to the Middle East. So um, I decided to leverage technology and think outside the box. And um, I put, had my legal, my legal assistant in an executive suite in Houston for a year. And we went, I went to Dubai and I was uh, mommy by day and attorney by night because my day would start around 2 p.m. Dubai time when I would start working with my clients in the U.S. But that um, keeping being able to pivot and adapt, leverage technology, keep my firm on a shoestring, all of those skills uh, that I, I fortified that year in Dubai have really helped me throughout this whole uh, 12 years of having my own firm. And, um, and that's really, you know, what I've, I later wanted to put in, in a book for, for um, immigration attorney practitioners and lawyers. Um, and I think that a lot of those skill set that helped me run my law firm Dubai and, through started on a great recession <laughs> and go through COVID, you know, just have helped me to keep uh, the firm going this whole time. And, and I just, I love that intersection of business and law. And so that's where I, I like to live in that law practice management space. Uh, you, you almost uh, already uh, answered my, my next question because that was going to be my, my next question. I wanted, I was curious because I, I, I read about you and I, and I realized you, you lived in Dubai between 2011 and 2012 and you ran your firm for 14 months in Dubai. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know you already touched about this, but I just wanted you to kind of, if you could please uh, go deeper into like, what, is, what was the experience like uh, yeah. on a day-to-day -day basis, like running the firm from Dubai, you know, with clients in the U.S.? How, how, was, how was it like? Yeah, and it almost seems like everybody's done it now, but I did it a decade ago and halfway around the world with a 10 and 11 uh, hour time difference. Um, so practically what happened was I only had a few months notice that we were doing this. 
And um, I had my assistant that I had worked with for about uh, half a year. Um, I got an executive suite location um, to have an address. And I had her live work in that space. The mail would go there. Um, we set up Dropbox and Skype and um, we had our Google chat, a G Suite set up. And so basically I had a phone number that, um, which is really common now, that um, a client would call and it would go ring to me. It was, I used Skype at the time and it was just like a local number. And, and so I either would do Skype consults um, or I do a Skype phone or Skype the video. And um, they would pay online um, if they brought in documents. I, I had them fill out an intake online. Um, and so really everything was was automated in that respect. They'd pay, they do the intake. I would talk to them over the over Skype. Um, my, my assistant, you know, we had worked together. So I, um, she would scan everything that she was, um, she had prepared and we would work together through ScanSnap and Dropbox and we chatted all the time. <laughs> um, so that between all of that, she would help prepare what would need to be filed. I even kept a court case. And, um, I remember that the, the judge called me at like, it literally was like my midnight in Dubai. Um, and she called through my Skype phone number and she was like, you are where? And I was like, <laughs> and then she set my merit for like a year later. And she's like, are you sure you're going to be back by then? And sure enough, I was back by the time of the merits, but, um, I also was able to prep you know, in the, in different countries, you the weekend is a different, are different days. And, and so in Dubai, our weekends were Friday and Saturday. Um, so Sunday was a weekday and um, I would prep clients on Sunday in the U S was Sunday was a work day for me. And um, you know, so I, I found ways to, to make the disadvantages advantages. Um, instead of a client having to drive and get, do parking and dress up to come see me, you know, they could talk to me over Skype, which is so commonplace after a year of COVID. But, you know, back then that seemed a little revolutionary in a way. Um, so, you know, and, and people would talk, to, you know, I would say that they had to trust me, you know, because to not see me, touch me, feel me, um, you know, there, you definitely had to trust my reputation. So it, it didn't work for everyone. And also you do have to leverage technology in every place, but um, it, it was available, possible back then. And it's even more so now. And I'm, and along those lines, I, I just find myself um, considering what's the future practice of law and that transformation uh, of practice. Of, of law. And, and I think um, we really, we got, we moved really quickly in 2020 um, with leveraging technology. And I don't think that we're going to go back in a lot of the things we do as lawyers with our law in our law practice management space. Yeah. yeah. It's a fascinating story. I know. It's very, very, very <laughs> impressive. Kind of interesting. Like we think about weekends and like uh, in Dubai. I know. It, no, that was mind blowing. And then like, cause, and then like in Saudi Arabia, they have like a different weekend. And then my husband would be working with people in India and that was like another weekend. So like, he only would have like one day, but he had to work with people during, <laughs> I just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, hey, that's interesting. Uh, now also a uh, reason we invited you is you're a longtime user of e-immigration, a product of ours by Serenade. Uh, how much has the system helped throughout the years, uh, with the experiences you just uh, uh, 
uh, described? Well, it's, I mean, it's helped tremendously. Um, I think, you know, immigration was my first uh, case management um, when I started my firm and, um, and you know, I've, I've, I've kept it the whole time. Um, and so being able to put your notes in one place, being able to collect information through questionnaires, um, the add-ons you can do with the integrations with, um, you know, whether Dropbox, QuickBooks Online, what, what have you, you know, there's lots of different changes over the years, um, has been critical. I know that some clients are not as techy or savvy, but I think that as time progresses, um, they become more and more so. Also, some, you know, you might be doing, my firm's full service. So yeah, maybe your employment clients are really techy. Uh, maybe some of your family are not. But um, I think we've been able to find ways to to leverage um, Serenade as much as possible um, for, for all types of clients. Um, so that's that's been really valuable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and uh, to uh, go into the to the next segment, I I noticed that besides uh, practicing law, you're also an author. Uh, you you wrote a book for uh, for Ayla in the topic of uh, law practice management. Uh, could you please tell us more about that? Yes, and um, it's called "Build and Manage Your Successful Immigration Law Practice Without Losing Your Mind." Uh, and so, uh, you know. There's some law practice management books out there. Some of them are outdated. Some of them are not, uh, they weren't focused just for the immigration attorney. Um, Some of them didn't mention technology. I I just was thinking of all the things I had gone through to put my firm together. I mean, I'm still learning, right? (laughs) Um, And I just wouldn't want to have to have people have to reinvent the wheel and work so hard uh, to do that and take care of their clients in the ever-changing area of law, landscape of law. I mean, immigration has been tough at least the last four years or so. Um, And so I just wanted to go ahead and put this in one place. And in writing it, it helped make me even stronger as a, a law firm owner and manager. Um, but, you know, I want to do that as a service to other uh, law firm owners and immigration professionals uh, to be able to sort of learn from what I had learned and gleaned from lots of books, programs, um, courses, and um, the hard way, the wrong way, and the hard way, <laughs> um, and put it all in one place so that hopefully they can just pick that up um, and, and take it and then not have to waste as much time and energy and can sort of go to that next level. Yeah, for sure. And in addition to being an author, uh, you're also, you run your own consulting group, Power Strategy Group. Uh, What's it like running everything? (laughs) Well, I mean, it's hard to run two businesses at the same time. I've seen that through lots of friends and colleagues um, is competing interests, but I do see the synergy. Like when I when I'm preparing for my consultees or retreats that I do, um, I also am helping my own firm by learning. And then what I do for my firm, I can help for my client, my consulting clients and um, articles that I write. But um, I started, I'd been meaning to start it for a while, but writing the book and doing a lot of my immigration work had sort of distracted me and kept me from being able to do this. But um, I, I've been doing so much speaking and um, you know, some people reached out to me like, can you run our, our partner retreat? And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, I 
I have all this material. I know this inside and out. Um, and so that's how I'm, I'm doing a combination of quarterly retreats where I call power up retreats, where we cover most of everything that's in the book and just the basics just sort of helps someone realize where their weaknesses are and their strengths and where to focus. Then I do one-on-one consulting and I also do some focus retreats on certain topics like marketing, uh, operations, tech. And so, you know, I do have my own law firm that I, I am the primary managing attorney. So I mean, power strategy group is, 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 you know, a piece, a piece of my time. Um, but it's, it's really a way to, um, to give back to, to others who need, um, to, you know, to sort of help improve them. Cause I realized having done the Goldman Sachs 10,000 businesses program five years ago, six years ago, that there's a lot of people who employ many people have been in business a long time, but they're just missing some one or two key fundamental concepts in business. And once they get those strengthened and figured out, they, you know, they can go in strides and and they can really have a lot more balance and profitability with their business. And so that's really what I'm doing by opening up the power strategy group just recently at the end of 2020. Um, But it's, it's exciting. And I, I really love, uh, you know, law practice management in addition to immigration. (laughs) Now you mentioned uh, you recently went into the office uh, this week. Uh, Now regarding the rest of your staff and uh, like, do you see, do you see yourself at going back to normal life or do you take this experience from COVID and, and your previous experiences working from Dubai and maybe moving forward, working more remotely? Yeah. Well, um, I think it's been a fun treat to come back to the office, honestly, because it's like you get to see your employees and you get to like see some clients. And, you know, it's sort of funny because I was I've been in this building for eight years, but then I wasn't for the last year. Um, but I mean, I, I still go pick up my kids from the bus and then work remotely in the afternoons after that. So I think what we've learned is like there's a lot more flexibility and um, how you can do things. Um I think what we'll do for the staff is we'll keep this rotation going for a while. Uh, as we're growing, I don't actually have space for everybody right now. <laughs> and so this is, it works out for me um, as well as being safer. Uh, but I think that we'll see new, new ways of doing things. And we're sort of in that, what is the new normal? I think is what I keep saying all the time. Um, but we'll stay on a rotation, probably have some days from home and, um, and maybe use less of an office footprint. Uh, but I mean, I know that it, I, I, it can be done. Um, and then it really also challenges you, like, why do you have paper files and why do you do this? And uh, it really makes you question a lot of things you, you just never questioned. And so uh, I think also it's making uh, lawyers and business owners think, well, if I don't need to physically come in or I don't need to have this office space, could I market to clients in another location and what other business opportunities if geography wasn't a limitation? Um, and so I think that's also, uh, you know, what people are thinking about these days. Um, so, uh, okay. Um, this next one is not a, is not a question is a comment because I was reading about you and I was fascinated by your story. You live in many countries. You speak so many different languages and I'm a Francophone myself. And because you speak French, I wanted to say this to the Francophones listening, the French, the, uh, the Canadians, the, the Africans, the Caribbeans, all the Francophones. I wanted to say, pour les Francophones que nous écoutent, 
et qui pourrait avoir besoin d'aide, je vous dis que Maître Ruby Powers parle très bien le français et elle est à votre disposition pour vous assister avec tous vos dossiers d'immigration aux États-Unis. Just wanted to say that so that um, our Francophone people can can know that whenever they need a French-speaking lawyer, uh, attorney, um, you're here to help them out. Oui, mais merci beaucoup. J'habitais en Belgique pour un an et maintenant je ne parle pas le français. Um, C'était mon... I speak Spanish most of the time. <laughs> and, and entonces los, los tres lenguas están en mi, en, mi, um, en mi cabeza. Estoy pensando de, de los tres, al, al, depende del de, de tiempo. Pero um, je, je t'aime le français, le français et, um, et mon, uh, mon temps est en Belgique et c'est génial. Et... Um, je, je peux entendre euh, beaucoup, mais, mais c'était parce que 20 ans que j'habitais là-bas. Oui, oui, oui. C'est très rare d'avoir un attorney qui peut comprendre le francophone. Parce que parfois, vous savez, je suis un immigrant myself et je parlais très peu d'anglais English quand je came. Donc, c'est toujours bon et great de voir avoir un attorney qui peut who can understand you and work you through the process, uh, you know, while understanding your language. So it's, it's, this is really great. This is an opportunity for all the French speakers out there. Just reach out to her. She will take care of you and she speaks French and uh, you will have, uh, you know, you'll, you'll be great. You'll well, be in good hands. You. Yes, that was, that was fun to, to dust off my, and when I go back to Belgium or, you know, hear French, like it comes back to me and it's, Uh, it's, 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 it brings back lots of great memories. So you speak good. so many languages. It's hard to keep up. How did, I don't even know how you keep up with all of these languages. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I don't know. We're surrounded by immigrants all the time. So it's like, this is my happy space. Like I'm not living abroad, even though I've lived in six countries, but I get to talk to people from other countries. And so that's, that's helps me stay on top of my internationalness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't speak French, but I'll just say we oui, read oui to both of you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the final and most important question, our show is called Serenade Snacks, which means one thing. What is your favorite snack? <gasps> oh. You could have two or okay. three. One. What? You could have two or three. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you're supposed to say like the healthy thing, so you sound awesome, or you're supposed to tell the truth. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm say the yeah, anything. <laughs> um, well, recently I was really into those little guacamole packets from Costco and like the little flat pretzels. I like those. Um, I'm a vegetarian, so um, or I don't know, like fruit. I um, like cutting up fruit and uh, and then feeling like I'm not eating anything bad um or cheese sticks so okay that's good <laughs> yeah uh now any, any final words before we wrap this up <laughs> um you know i i just would say that like um if people can go to my website uh, rubypowers.com and you can find out more about my book um the build and manage uh, your successful immigration law practice which is available um on the american immigration lawyers association website 
Um, you can also email me at ruby at rubypowerslaw.com if you have any questions. And um, and also for the re, uh, retreats that we're actually having uh, one coming up, um, if you there's information on the Ruby Powers website. But you can also connect with me on LinkedIn. And I love talking about my, my book, about consulting, law practice management, cases, whatever. And, um, you know, I think that if you're somewhere in your law practice management, law firm ownership journey or partner, what have you, um, just keep reading, keep learning, keep making mentors and friends that can be um, guides for you. And, um, and, and just leverage technology, use programs like Serenade, use programs that help you, um, you know, work, uh, work smarter, not harder. And um, I think that's it. (laughs) Well, Attorney Powers, it was a pleasure having you on our podcast. We thank you for attending. You've been listening to the Serenade Snacks Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow Serenade on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, or visit our website at serenade.com. That's C-E-R-E-N-A-D-E.com. Until next time, snack on.